Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hemphill. One of the things I haven't mentioned yet in any of our uh, uh, episodes is our website. If you'd like to visit that and look at some of the resources and uh, uh, materials available there, go to active-faith.org. A-C-T-I-V-E, active-faith, F-A-I-T-H dot O-R-G. Also, if you'd like to email me a spiritual warfare question, uh, you can do that at stevehemphill1 at me.com. That's stevehemphill, the number one, at me.com. Last time, we talked about how demons and the Bible were accepting sacrifices that was offered uh, to idols. Today, we're going to talk about a great prayer success story. Um, When I started to write my second book, My Search for Prayers Satan Hates, my intention was to share some great prayer success stories uh, about ways God had answered prayer in my 30 years or so in business. And uh, this story uh, comes from that book. Uh, It's about a, a large chicken uh, manufacturer, well, not manufacturer, chicken distributor, Pilgrim's Pride. Uh, it's a is a major chicken distributor. Um, this story begins with uh, several losses. We lost a bunch of money all at once. We had uh, several people I found out were stealing from the company different ways independently, and we had an accounting error we had discovered that um, ended up being quite significant. And it was how we were handling the uh, incoming freight as it entered the warehouse, each shipment. And uh, there was some computer mistakes and there was some theft from losses of people stealing some money at my company. And between the computer mistakes and the the losses in inventory and the losses in people stealing things, the total losses were about uh, $500,000. And I was pretty sure we were going to go bankrupt. In fact, I started just praying that my employees would find good jobs. Um, I knew I could work somewhere and and uh, support my family, but so many of these people had worked for us for a long time and were counting on me to make good decisions. And now we had all these bad things happen at once, and and it was just a difficult time. It was a very slow recovery. Um, I was laying awake at night and worrying. We're going to talk about worry more in a future uh, episode. Um, Every time the uh, Friday would come and it'd be time to sign the paychecks, I would uh, get the mail as it came in and I would shut the door and get on my knees in my office and pray over the mail. I would say, Lord, please help there to be at least $32,000 in this stack of mail um, so those paychecks I just signed uh, don't bounce in Jesus' name. And there would be 33000 The next Friday, I would need... 41,000, I'd get 42,000. The next Friday, I'd need 12,000 and get 13. And, and I lived like that at the office for, for a couple of three years, just trying to recover from the theft and the losses. And it's a tough, it's a tough situation. Many people understand that. You business guys understand that. So, you know, I would sign the checks and say, hold these checks, don't distribute them until the mail comes and then pray over the mail. And just, we just kind of barely got by for a long time. It was very, very, Hard. And of course, I'd lay awake, as I said, and worry at night. And that's Satan's 
Prince of Darkness, he does his best work in the dark. We'll, we'll talk more about that later. But as we began to recover from that, um, I was asked to teach a spiritual warfare uh, class at, at our church to the young married class. And I said, yes, I'll, I'll agree to do that this fall if I have one condition. And they said, what is that? And I said that you'll pray for me. Because every time I teach this, something bad happens to me. Satan does not want you to know this stuff. And especially if you're young, because it'll change your prayer life and help you pray more effective. And these ideas and principles work. Well, I started teaching the class. They kind of laughed at me and said, yeah, yeah, we'll pray for you. Uh, four weeks into that quarter, that class, our biggest customer, Pilgrim's Pride, this big chicken distributor, went bankrupt. And they were our, they were our, by far our biggest customer, 50 to 400,000 a month they purchased from us in equipment and supplies and service. And uh, uh, we had a line of credit at the bank just for them that was about $200,000. We kind of kept it maxed out because they were very slow to pay, um, but they were always good for it. Uh, they, never, um, they never missed a bill. They were late, but didn't miss a bill. Uh, right, right before they went bankrupt, I had called them and said, look, you, you owe 270 and, and about 100,000 of it is over 12 months past due. Um, they said, oh man, that's last year's budget. I don't know how we're gonna pay for that. Well, I said, well, I don't know either, but you ordered it and you owe it and I'm expecting the money at some point. Um, not knowing that they were planning their bankruptcy at that moment, because just a couple of weeks after that, they, they went bankrupt into a reorganization chapter 11. Uh, after I called them and they owed us about 270, uh, they sent a check for about 60,000 that knocked it down to about 210 that they owed us. And uh, let me just ask you, you business people, when someone goes bankrupt, uh, chapter 11, even though it's reorganization, what can you expect to, to get from the bills they owe you when they go bankrupt? Usually it's nothing. Usually you've lost it. Sometimes you get part of it, uh, maybe as much as 10%. But the normal situation is that you've lost it. And I, I was still recovering from this half a million dollar losses. And I told the class that I came in the next week and I said, see, I told you uh, I needed you to pray for me. My biggest customer just went bankrupt and I'm still recovering from other losses. And if I don't get this money, I will be out of business. And so I would lay awake at night, you know, they, they began to pray for me and, and it was a very difficult time. Uh, I lay at night and, and would think, well, how long till I go bankrupt? How long till I get the word? You're not going to get any of that money. And, um, you know, that's fear versus faith and uh, fear and faith displace each other. We'll, we'll talk more about that later. But um, by the way, I can tell you how to stop that. When you have fear and that your fear is overcoming your faith, I can tell you what to do. Just when you wake up at 3 a.m. And, and you're worried about something, just say, Lord, who would you like me to pray for? Who, who should I pray for? And somebody will come to mind. God will put someone on your heart. Maybe it's someone with cancer. Maybe it's someone who lost their job. Maybe it's someone who had a death in their family or, or lost a child. Um, regardless, God will nudge you to pray for somebody. And you know, when you focus on somebody else, your problems seem smaller. Many people are facing big issues, health issues and cancer, and uh, loss of loved ones. And, you know, losing money is small compared to loss of life. But I found that when I would 
wake up and start to worry. If I'd say, Lord, who should I pray for? And I would start praying for that person. I would just relax and go right back to sleep. And you know what? Satan quit waking me up at 3 a.m. every day trying to get me to worry because I joined the battle against him. He hates people who pray. He hates for you to pray because, you know, God acts when we pray. It makes a difference. Angels are dispatched and God comes through. So let me just say that's how you stop that that fear at night is just say, Lord, who do I pray for and, and pray for other people? Well, I'm paying interest on $200,000 for uh, about 15 months. And by the way, I didn't know this, but you business guys do. Um, at the time, I didn't realize that when someone has just paid you some money, um, that uh, then they go bankrupt, they can ask for anything they paid you in the previous 60 days. They can ask for a refund. I didn't know that. And that was the first hurdle that I was sweating bullets over was that if they were going to ask for that 60000 back, let me tell you, it's not sitting at the bank waiting for them to call. It's already spent on, on bills I owe and payroll. And so that was the first hurdle. They didn't ask for the 60000 back that they had just paid. So they still just owed me the 200, uh, 210, I guess it was. And I was paying interest for 15 months. I kept um, worrying about the, that so much that I had a friend that, that told me a a funny thing to think about when when you're uh, really worried about your business. He said, all businessmen worry that they're going to go out of business. There are hurdles we all face. And at some point or another, we all think we're not going to make it. He said, let me remind you of one simple truth that um, that'll make you laugh, but it'll help you through the tough times. And I said, well, great. What is it? He said, always remember, they cannot kill you and eat you. It's illegal. They can't kill you and eat you. It's illegal. And I would chuckle and, and repeat that to myself many days. Okay, they can't kill me and eat me. It's illegal. Um, so here was 15 months later, um, front page news that uh, Pilgrim's Pride was coming out of bankruptcy and they were being bought out by a beef company out of Australia and they were going to be based in Greeley, Colorado. And um, for the first time in US history, Everyone that they owed money to, this, this billion-dollar corporation is coming out of bankruptcy, back into reorganization with the new owner, and everybody they owed money to got all their money back with interest. The check was, 200 and, I think, 221000 They paid me interest for the 15 months that they owed me the 210 So if God needs to, to get you through, He'll set a new precedent where a billion dollar corporation now for the first time comes out of bankruptcy and, and they'll pay you the old bills, the hundred thousand they owed me that was already 12 months old when it started. They'll pay you the old bills and the new bills too. So here was one of the largest privately held companies in America that paid everybody they owed, all they owed them plus interest. Let me just say, you can't make this stuff up. God is good all the time. So let me suggest to you that a part of your personal battle plan probably needs to be to remember that God is big enough to handle anything that comes your way. First Corinthians 10, 13 says the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you're tempted, he'll show you a way out so that you can endure. 
And maybe uh, you should also remind yourself how God has delivered you in the past. That should, could be part of your battle plan too. remind yourself how God has delivered you in the past. So you'll have more faith to face today's problems and difficulties. Um, if you have any interest at all in the future in supporting this ministry and helping this podcast keep going, you can make a tax deductible donation by visiting active-faith.org. And uh, when you enter the site, you can click donate. And uh, thank you now for helping keep this podcast going. I'll see you next time on Battle Plan, where we're going to talk about a guy named Bill and how he was planning his suicide the day I met him. You do not want to miss this episode. Keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you.